Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell houses and try to keep our kids alive. Today on the Realtor Moms podcast, uh, Jamie and I are going to be talking about our 10 most common appraisal hangups. That's right. And these could be issues for both buyers and for sellers. It's not just a current homeowner or future homeowner issue. Um, and when you're rounding the corner, getting close to the finish line, preparing for a closing, that's when that appraisal happens. Usually within the last couple of weeks before closing, these can come up at the last minute and cause some real headaches. So we're trying to get them out there for you, tell you about what what's the, some of the most common things we see are. So maybe you can uh, address them either up front during an offer period or maybe before you list your home. So Tasha, let's get started. So at number 10 uh, is having access to the attic or crawl space areas. Um, these, are, these are areas that an appraiser will need to access uh, to be able to kind of view and, and get a good look at. Yeah, so if you've got stuff over top of your access to that lower level or basement crawl space, make sure you move things out of the way. If you've got clothes right around the attic hatch to your, you know, attic space, they might get a little uh, insulation or something on them. So if you can, slide them out of the way too so they have access. One thing that uh, we are seeing in new construction now is that uh, attic access is sealed up. And mm -hmm. so one item that you may have to do as a homeowner is to open that space up so the appraiser has... Right. You know, it has a way to get in and take a look. Right. And so. that really only consists of using like a box cutter type of blade and just slicing the um, caulking around the corners of that attic access. So it's super easy to do. Just be prepared for it. Okay, perfect. Uh, our next one, number nine, is handrails or the lack thereof. And here yes. you've got a succession of steps or if you're a certain uh, height off the ground, like around a deck or a wood deck or elevated patio, you need to have handrails for safety. So moving right along to number eight, we're going to talk about obvious foundation troubles. So we're not talking about your little crack here or there, maybe some, you know, cracked sheetrock or a bad corner or a little seam. We're talking about the really obvious, you know it's there, you've been concerned about it, but maybe you haven't had a professional look at it yet. Uh, we're talking about the, the bigger foundation issues or, or the ones that you think might be a bigger foundation issue. I just had a home that was listed in 2013 and there was a small crack on the outside of the foundation. Really, the cost was right around $1,600. So sure. it wasn't tens of thousands yeah. of dollars. So yeah. it can be small issues. And if there are... If there are issues, you know, let us know. We can certainly put you in touch with the right professionals that can help you through that process. Mm -hmm. I also had one not too long ago where the wall had bowed pretty significantly and the seller was really concerned about listing his house. He was afraid that it was going to be something that was going to cost him tens of thousands of dollars. You know, we looked into it. We've got a couple estimates and found somebody who did the repair. Um, it actually only took one day to do the repair. Uh, it was a wood foundation. It was a really quick and easy um, but strong fix. And uh, the entire room was put back uh, into its original condition in three days. And it cost him $2,400. So don't be afraid. Just be aware and be prepared. On to number seven, uh, settled concrete and trip hazards. So now we're talking about concrete outside of the house. Uh, for example, if you've got some 
sidewalk sections where one has maybe been pushed up by the frost and it's created a, a little sort of a step up in between those pieces that can be considered a trip hazard I also see that sometimes with the garage apron where it meets the sidewalk to around the front of the house sometimes there'll be some settling those are some things that can be flagged during an appraisal and maybe if you can should be addressed beforehand how about number six number six is uh, the grade for your home so keeping positive drainage uh, from your house to to the yard. So we see that being an issue. If you have negative grade, it can cause some issues. And so that can be an issue all around. <laughs> right. And what we mean by that is the way that the land slopes away from your home. If if you kind of look around the house and it seems like there's a little dent in the land that goes right up against your foundation where the water would flow towards, towards the house, not away. <laughs> then you've got a little bit of a problem. And it's a relatively simple fix. You just need to bring in some fill dirt, maybe peel some landscaping back, put that fill dirt down, and then return the landscaping. But it's kind of hard to do in the winter. It's hard to do in the winter. Summer <laughs> is a little bit better there. Uh, so then uh, we have number five. Number five. I see this one all the time. Garage door opener reverse mechanisms. So the automatic reverse, if a car were to be parked underneath that garage door opener while you're trying to close it, or if a child runs through while that door is trying to close, those safety eyes and that auto reverse feature, they have to be in working order. And sometimes it just takes a slight readjustment. Yeah. And sometimes that's it. It's a simple adjustment. A simple so. adjustment. Correct. Oh, number four. Number four, we're adding in roofs. Rough. I see this all the time and I talk about it all the time with my clients, but yeah. uh, you know, a roof has to have have so many years of useful life left and mm -hmm. that, so that's an item I I know that we both keep an eye on when we're looking at homes with buyers or what right. we're taking a look at if we're gonna be listing a home so that's an important item and we can talk about that more with our clients right when and, that comes up and it is sort of objective or subjective to the appraiser some will um, be a little more picky than others and if you if you kind of think you've got a house that's on the line between whether or not it has any useful life left on its roof we can get you in contact with perhaps a professional who can come out and give an estimate or a statement of opinion on its condition and that can sometimes make the difference yes that definitely can number three broken panes of glass Yes, yes. Broken pain in my butt. <laughs> there, uh, we, you know, lots of us have that that one piece of glass. Maybe it's a basement window that got hit by a golf ball or a rock thrown from the uh, lawn mower. If you've got some broken glass in the house, you really do need, need to, to probably fix. get it repaired. And you know, there are times that I have actually put that into the purchase agreement yeah. and, and and dealt with that ahead of time. Just deal with it so it, it doesn't become a, a holdup later. Yep. And and when I've had buyers, I've put that right in. So it, it can be done, but it is something that can cause issues. So mm -hmm. just being aware of it is half half the battle. Right. So the second item on our list is electrical issues. Uh, when we see loose or unkept wires, that can cause problems mm -hmm, along mm -hmm. with wires not in a junction box. I ask for those items quite a bit when I'm doing a home inspection with clients if we see that it could be an issue with the appraisal. Right. Um, then also another item is broken or missing outlet covers. 
I, I had that happen to me many times with clients. Just they move a bed and all of a sudden there is an outlet cover that just never got put on. Right. So those are items I try to keep an eye on yeah. as much as possible. And they're relatively easy to fix. So just take a look around the house. If you're the seller, uh, pop a couple new outlet covers on. Maybe you got to cover up an open junction box. Relatively easy to fix just so it doesn't become a headache later. Yeah. And we're on to our number one, our most commonly observed <laughs> appraisal hang up. And it is peeling paint. Healing paint. We see that uh, more times than I care to admit. At least a couple mm -hmm. times a year we run into this issue one way or another. Right. So if you are walking up to your front door and there's peeling paint around the door, right. that can cause issues. Garage brick molding. Tons oh, of it. Yes. Shed out in the backyard. Like you don't think it's important because it's not attached to the house. But it matters absolutely everywhere. Even paint between the windows. Yes. That is an issue that we see right. quite often. And the reason they're flagging it is because they're concerned about a, a lead-based paint issue. So they don't want children or animals to be ingesting flaked paint from paint projects that were done prior to 1978. However, I have seen flags on appraisals of properties that are newer than 1978 as well. It's, it's about safety um, and it's also about longevity of the product a wood that is unprotected without any paint is certainly not going to last as long as wood that's been properly painted and sealed correct so those so. are our top 10 most common appraisal hang-ups thank you for listening replay or hear more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com Follow us on Instagram with hashtag RealtorMomsPodcast. We really appreciate you listening to our podcast, and we'd love even more if you'd send us some content ideas. If you have a question or a topic you'd like covered, please visit our website at RealtorMomsPodcast.com. This podcast is produced by Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett of Park Company Realtors, 28 North 10th Street, Fargo, North Dakota, 58102.